So has the Fed and the US government reassured everyone that any contagion in the banking sector is going to be resolved, that money is safe in deposit accounts, whichever bank you're with? Well, we are seeing bond yields shooting back up again, and the focus certainly is back on central banks with the Fed tomorrow and the Bank of England following on from that. So are we ready to put the banking crisis behind us now? It's Wednesday, the 22nd of March, 2023. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. So big moments upwards in bond yields overnight, 12 basis points higher for 10-year treasuries. Uh, two years are up 18 basis points, now up to 4.18%. They did get over 4.2% overnight. Of course, in early March, they were up over 5%. So uh, quite a way to get back to there, if indeed we do want to go back to there. And uh, German 10-year yields, uh, the bonds there, up 17 basis points. Two years up almost 27 basis points, almost at 2.62%. UK 10-year gilts, uh, less movement there up just six basis points, two years, only up four basis points ahead of the Bank of England tomorrow. Aussie 10-year yields were at 3.18% yesterday, now up to 3.34 on futures. So that is a 16 basis point rise overnight. And the US dollar, well, it's been up, then down, then back up again, but ultimately pretty flat on the DXY this morning. Uh, but a good session for the euro, that's up half a percent, but a bad one for the pound, that's down half a percent. The Canadian dollar has lost 0.4%. The Aussie dollar is down three quarters quarters of 1% this morning, down to 66.7 US cents. And equity markets overnight at close, 1% up for the Dow, 1.3% for the S&P 500, and 1.6% for the NASDAQ. The VIX index is down to 21.4, so heading down a little. In Europe, the Euro stocks 50 has climbed 1.5% and 1.8% for the FTSE 100. And oil prices rising. WTI is up 2.5%. Brent up 2% to a little over 75 a barrel. The shine is coming off gold a bit today as well. It's down 2%, but of course it has been having a very good run uh, lately. So quite timely with all this bond movement that we have NAB's Sky Masters uh, joining us from Sydney this morning. So given this movement in bonds, I mean, there's less concern now, isn't there, about banking systems? I mean, that the whole 81 bond issue that we were talking about yesterday, I mean, that's obviously just a, a Swiss affair, it seems. Uh, there's much more risk appetite now because it sounds like, you know, whatever happens, um, some, somebody is going to step in. Janet Yellen is basically saying, yes, you know, we, we've got your back, uh, and, you know, even to the idea of, uh, you know, perhaps uh, getting rid of that upper limit on uh, deposit insurance. Morning, Phil. Yeah, look, it, it is about all of, a little bit about sort of confidence returning to markets overnight. Um, we haven't sort of there's been no new um, new news on U.S. regional banks um, overnight, and I think sort of the, the investors seem to have digested the outcome of, of Credit Suisse. So. You are sort of seeing markets settle down um, and now looking towards what the Fed does tonight. Um, obviously, still big moves in bond yields, though, you know, as as you've pointed out, sort of large moves in yields overnight. US two years up. I've got them up at the moment, up 22 basis points, but everything's moving around very, very quickly. But, um, you know, massive mm. moves in, in bond markets. And I think in part... Liquidity is probably at play here in terms of in terms of the the big moves that we're seeing in in bond markets. Um, but at the end of the day, yields are higher overnight as as some sort of calm or confidence confidence returns to um, to, to markets. So, and how does that um, confidence play in terms of the FOMC then, which is uh, tomorrow morning Australia time? Because I mean, there was talk about you know perhaps no hike at all. I mean, you know, not so long ago we were looking at fifty. 
25 is expected now. I mean, it, it, it looks like, I mean, we're seeing front-end yields rising a bit more. So presumably we are closer to uh, almost unanimity, unanimity, if that's the word. Difficult to say this time in the morning, isn't it? Uh, for 25 basis points. Almost everybody is expecting 25 basis points. Let's put it that way, Sky. Yeah, so the market is now pricing 20, um, 20 basis points of, of hikes. Um, so pretty much you know, close mm. to, you know, not, not pricing in a full hike, but, but nearly there and, and sort of significant changes to what we saw last week. Um, and, you know, most economists who, who've been surveyed are, are looking for the Fed to go as well. So again, like as I said before, it, it's all about, it's all about distilling some confidence back. Um, and now you, you come, you commented about Yellen. Um, she, she was out overnight sort of, um, saying that the US government um, you know, what did she say? She said our intervention was necessary to protect the broader US banking system and similar actions could be warranted if smaller institutions suffer deposit runs that pose the risk of contagion. So she's there distilling confidence in in um, in consumers. And I think, you know, it's up to the Fed now to distill some confidence back in into the market about um, the sort of stability of the financial system. So given given no. what the market is pricing, I think that opens the door up for the Fed to actually tighten tonight by 25 basis points. If they don't, I think that will sort of, if they pause, that creates that uncertainty and markets are going to think, you know, what does the Fed know yeah. that we do not know? And I get... Um, I guess there's also the question about you know what does the what do they do about the FDIC the the, the insurance costs do they extend that so it's you know it, do do they make it open ended so that uh, if you've got a high level of deposits you're still covered so there's that final bit of reassurance and there's talk about that going on but I mean they've got to move quickly on that because it's not the sort of thing you can do after a bank run you've got to do it to try and stop it happening. Yes, I mean, I, I guess the comments that Yellen made overnight, sort of uh, uh, airing on that that side, that you know they're going to you know do whatever they need to do um, to ensure public confidence in the in their banking system. Uh, whether there's an announcement of that overnight with the Fed post their meeting, I, I I'm not mm. sure. I have no idea, um, but I think. Uh, you know, in terms of what the Fed is going to do on their policy front, as I said, I think the most prudent thing for them to do would be to tighten by 25 basis points. Recall that pre the um, collapse of SVB, they were there was talk of them going 50. Um, I think that, you know, that's that's unlikely. But the focus will obviously also be on what do they do with their dot plot profile. Um, and, yeah. you know, I think... The expectation is that you know there there could be they they could raise their dot plot profile, um, and I think uh, you know that might create a bit bit more volatility. Yeah, because a lot of them. I mean, do do that. Given that people have been talking about, well, perhaps this one more hike, then a pause, and then perhaps even start coming down again. Uh, you know, there's you know we we've been talking a lot in the market about uh, you know perhaps bringing rates down this year. So if they're if there's no, you know, I think that's being priced out now, though, isn't it? Pretty yeah. Much. So the in terms of the rate cut profile, the markets now um, pushed that. It, it, they were initially looking for cuts sort of by May June this year. That's now been pushed to late 2023, early early 2024. 
Um, so yeah, still looking for for rate cuts, um, but not not imminent ones. So bond yields not bouncing back quite so quickly. I mean, they are in Europe, but they're not in the UK. And I guess that you know ahead of the Bank of England, uh, which is tomorrow. We've got a podcast before then, and Gavin will talk about this. But the fact that that we've got less movement in bond yields presumably means that you know that 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 line ball call, you know, as to what the Bank of England is going to do is perhaps drifting more towards well, they're not going to do anything at all. Yes, I think you're seeing that playing out across the different different jurisdictions around, um, you know, what what the view is on the next moves for central banks. So, as you said, Gavin, you're speaking to Gavin tomorrow morning, so he'll give you all colour around the BOE. Um, but you know, he the, the view sort of NAB's view there is that maybe they they pause um, at at their meeting, and you've obviously got this their CPI print out out tonight, um, but it is a bit of a line ball call there, I think, for the BOE. Um, but that's probably, you know, a factor supporting um, UK gilts. And then also, I think, you know, similarly, if you if you look closer to home, um, Aussie bond yields now, um, Aussie 10-year futures did underperform treasuries overnight by, by a couple of basis points. But more recently, we've been outperforming um, treasuries. So, you know, in the last week, mm. you've seen the Aussie US ten-year bond spread go from, I don't know, minus ten back out to minus thirty yesterday. It's at minus twenty-five at the moment. So again, Aussie Aussie yields are outperforming a little bit because there's uncertainty around, you know, what's the next move by by the RBA, and the minutes that that were released yesterday. I mean, nothing new there, but it did sort of um, confirm that that view that will the RBA, you know. Depending on what the data prints do, you know the RBA is is you know looking at possibly um, possibly pausing. Right, and so what about the Aussie dollar then? Is that the reason why the Aussie dollar is is down so much today, or is there more to it? Because I mean, uh, obviously the US dollar's higher, but uh, but we're we're seeing a, a bigger fall than that in the in the Aussie dollar. And you might have thought with all this optimism, it might might not have taken such a hit. But we've also got this President Xi and Putin meeting in Moscow story, this love affair, uh, this uh, this journey of friendship, cooperation and peace, which is how China's uh, billing it and, you know, how they are there in the face of a turbulent and changing world, hand in hand, China continue to work with Russia and, of course, in, in what they're saying, safeguarding the international order. Uh, I mean, I just wonder how this is going to change relations with the West, particularly as China it, they're not supplying weapons, uh, but they are buying oil, 2 million barrels a day, according to Bloomberg this morning. Uh, so I'm just wondering whether there'll be a bit more caution because, you know, we might see strained, even further strained relationships uh, between the US and China. And could could Australia be part and parcel of, of all of that as well? Could that, I mean, are we reading too much into that? Or is, is that why the Aussie has taken a, a more than proportional hit today? Uh, yeah, I mean, it did. It, it, It'd be the focus in markets, you know, if if there's no if there's nothing else happening, of course. Uh, but there's so much there's so much else going on at the moment, and there's there's no clarity really there. The news on them buying the oil that's not new news, um, and it's not new news that that sort of you know China's you know there's that relationship between China and China and Russia. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sort of dig too much into that and speculate on it. But in terms of in terms of the Aussie dollar, why why is it you know, um, softer. Uh, I, I think, you know, part of it is is just that that sort of we've got the FMC tonight. Um, the focus is on, you know, the, the repricing on, on you know, significant repricing on what we think the Fed's going to do over the last week. Um, and then in the backdrop of that, you've got an RBA that 
um, you know, is 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 seen to be slightly more more dovish or or cautious or clo- you know closer to a closer to a pause. Now, you know, the the RBA's noted that they're focusing on four you know the four different data pr- prints that they're focusing on to determine whether they need to continue to tighten. Um, and two of those we've recently got have have been strong. You know the the NAB business survey and and the employment report. So, you know NAB is still calling for the RBA to to hike in April. You know provided we've got sort of financial stability within um, you know within markets. Um, but I think there's still that expectation that that in the short term the RBA is going to pause at a much lower cash rate than the Fed. Um, and maybe that's just what's weighing on the Aussie dollar yeah, at the moment. Well, it's, it's, it's certainly weighing on bonds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Makes sense. Uh, so Canada's uh, CPI yesterday, very briefly, uh, it looks like, you know, the decision to hold was the right thing for the uh, for the Bank of Canada because um, uh, the uh, inflation rate coming down a little faster than expected year on year. The core rate down from 5% in January to 4.7% in February. The headline rate is 5.2%, which is the slowest growth for 13 months. So uh, the pause was no bad thing, was it? Yes. So you know, this 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 data, you know, commentary that I've read, um, this data is certainly supporting, you know, seem to support the the move by the BOC to pause, and you know, p- potentially supports the the view that you know they they continue to pause at at their next meeting. Mm. Um, and we and we get the UK CPI, of course, uh, as well. Um, so ahead before that Bank of England meeting uh, tomorrow, but of course, all eyes, as we're saying, is on the Fed tonight. So we'll leave it there. And we'll uh, we'll see what it brings out tomorrow morning, and of course we'll be right onto it tomorrow morning with Gavin on the on the morning call. Good to talk, Sky. Thanks, Phil. And that's it for today. I'm Phil Dobby for NAB. Catch you tomorrow. <laughs>